Hey everybody, it's Brian from Union Underground, and you are watching CMS TV. Yes. Never has has a Cleveland guy been so easy to hate in such a hurry. I know. And I hated him before this. I hated him for the uh, the Pfizer, Pfizer? crap. <laughs> well, it's all tied together, isn't it? I guess. I think it's all tied together. I think that's that's why he got twenty million dollars to do Pfizer because he's fucking Taylor Swift. Now look. Again, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I think she's a decent role model for for young ladies out there. And yeah, you know, I'm happy that my daughter you know likes her. And but it's great, she is ruining football. Are you saying <laughs> that she's not fucking Travis Kelsey? No, she absolutely is. I'm just saying. Yeah. You no. Know. And she'll write a horrible song about him when he starts banging someone else. Yeah. Yeah. 
I can't wait to hear it. You know, I, I'm anxious to hear that song more than I am anything else she can do. See, I think that they're actually going to get engaged after the Super Bowl. Well, that, they'll, they'll hold that that announcement off until they'll probably get married at halftime of the fucking Super Bowl next year. Well, see, that would be kind of cool if like he came out of the locker room at halftime and then got down like on knee and asked her at the game this you know, couple of weeks. <laughs> How about that? Yeah, well, uh, dude, anything could happen. Uh, this Super Bowl, I said this on my, on my Facebook, and I, I think it's true. It's going to shatter every record for watching in history. It's going to break every single record in history. And it's also going to, and it's going to have the least number of football fans watching it in history. All at the same time. Well, yeah, I'm, are you going to watch the game? I mean, I don't think I wasn't rooting for either one of those teams, to be honest with you. I hate both teams. At least it's not Baltimore. It'll be on. I'm hoping that I can find myself a good party to go to where I can either drink or smoke some weed or something and not have to deal with the game. <laughs> but, um, you know, whatever. If, you know, what whatever it comes down to, I'll either be at a party. I, I'm going to put it this way. It will be on, I'm sure, wherever I'm going to be. Am I going to be sitting there watching attentively to see if Patrick Mahomes can get 400 yards passing and Kelsey can get three touchdowns? No. I'm not going to care. I don't care. Silicon Valley versus the Swifties is not a Super Bowl I give a shit about. Yeah, I really don't care about either one of these teams. I mean, like, I, I would have cared if the Lions ran. I would have cared pretty much if any other team was in other than Kansas City. It's just it's boring at this point. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. I just don't know what it, it's. But yet it, it doesn't matter. The NFL doesn't care. The NFL got exactly what they want exactly what they want they taylor got swift. well they got taylor swift which of course they wanted and you know you can argue back and forth whether there were some questionable calls or whatnot that you know you can argue that all you want i personally don't think there was enough to change the game personally and i did watch the game or watched a little of the game i watched the highlights i'll put it that way i watched the highlights of the game and from from everything i've heard there weren't that many that many calls um but the other game you know everybody's talking about taylor swift right now let's go to the other side of it what benefits the nfl more than having the team closest to silicon valley in the super bowl all the free advertising that x and facebook and and uh instagram are gonna give to the nfl mind-numbing my and, and they would not give the same amount if it was the Lions. They just wouldn't. See, I, I don't know what it is about the 49ers. I just don't give a shit. Like, there's not a player on the team that I like. I mean, Brock Purdy, I could care less about it. I don't, yeah. I don't know anything about that dude. No, no, does anybody else? I mean, I don't think he's that great of a quarterback. I could be wrong, but I don't, nothing special about that team that makes me excited to watch a football game. Yeah. I mean, oh. I mean, it, it, Christian McCaffrey is a good player, but he's not exciting. He's just good. He's just a really good player. And then from there, like Debo Samuel, I mean, they've got a lot of really good players that no one gives a shit about. 
Like, like if, if the Lions won, I would have been excited for Eminem. I would have been excited. Whole, I would have been excited for a team that hasn't won anything like the Browns. The whole storyline was great. I mean, there was a t- there was a TV channel. I think it was Vancouver, or something like that. That ran a graphic, and they said, "Oh, who's performing the Super Bowl?" And then it's going to be uh, the Ravens and the Ravens and yeah. And then everybody was commenting on Facebook. Oh, see, it's fixed. It's fixed. See, everybody knows it's fixed. And of course, it's not the Ravens. Yeah, no. It, I mean, whatever. That part is good. You have to admit that part is good. What? The Ravens that the Ravens are out. Look, if we're going to be the shitty Browns that we always are and sit at home like we always are, I'd rather at least see a team that beat, beat us or that we beat no. them No. In, in the Super Bowl. So at least it's you know, something we can say, hey, look, we beat those guys in the Super Bowls. We actually beat those guys. I mean, now what? We're just sitting there watching some, you know, Crap nope. Chiefs team that had a down year and still made the Super Bowl. I do not want to watch the Browns in borrowed uniforms ever. Ever. I never want to see them win. I want to see their plane crash. I, I'm not even kidding. I want to see them die. That's, that's terrible to say. Why I don't care. I don't care. I hate the Ravens. I have hated them since the day Art made them. I'm going to hate them until the day I'm in the grave. Fuck the Ravens. I hope they die. Those because players they stole our team. Had, those players did nothing. It had nothing to do with the Browns leaving this town. In fact, took money. Odell didn't really have anything. The, the city had stuff to do with the the, uh, the Browns leaving this town. And Mike White so can die in a fire Odell. too. And Mike White Odell. can die in a fire as well for he not making fight. it happen. He can go get sat on by one of his alpacas. But yep. and so can Art Modell's family. And his future family, his kids, kids that aren't born yet. I hope they I, die in a fire. I'll probably get a lot of hate, but I have nothing against Art Modell, and I don't think that you know, the city should hold a grudge against that poor guy. That guy was forced to leave this town nope. by a shitty city and a bunch of shitty politicians, and that's the way that it happened. That he and put so himself I, in that position to be in. I, he put himself in that position. I don't have any hatred towards the players of the Ravens. What do they do? I have uh, they play well, Lamar for Lamar Jackson, dude. That you know makes a difference. He took stolen money. That's you know what? what he did. He took I stolen money. If the Browns would have drafted Lamar Jackson instead of stupid ass Baker Mayfield, this team would be all right sometimes. Well, that's and a whole we other thing. We wouldn't be losing all over the place. Well, Lamar Jackson hasn't proven anything. What has he proven? It was the same year that you know we took dumbass. Everybody loves Baker Mayfield. What did he prove yesterday? What did he prove yesterday? Lamar Jackson. I mean, obviously, they didn't win. But he they proved he could score ten points against an average team. They had a better regular season than the Browns. They actually they, they, they did further in the playoffs than the Browns. And so, I'd much rather have uh, Lamar Jackson over uh, Massage King. So you'd rather you'd rather go two more games to sit down on the couch. I'd rather do that than have <laughs> Massage Watson as my quarterback. Well, that's uh, that's not not the argument there. The argument is, would would Lamar Jackson have taken this team to the Super Bowl? And the answer is no. He couldn't take a better team to the Super Bowl. Well, he's a maybe scrub. Maybe they weren't. I think our defense is better than the Ravens. But their offense is definitely better than ours, especially after Nick Chubb went down. Their I offense is head and shoulders above ours. If we had Lamar Jackson. On our offense, with the, everybody healthy, including Nick Chubb, that's a comparable offense, if not better, than the Ravens. Well, what, what, how much better they got to be? They were fourteen and four and couldn't get it done. I'm just saying, if we had Lamar Jackson, 
it's a better offense than the Ravens. Okay, and you think that that would have done? I think that would have had a better chance of beating the Chiefs than, than the Ravens. No chance. With our defense and Lamar Jackson at the helm of this team and Nick Chubb would have to be playing. And yeah, you so assume that our defense would have all of a sudden shown up unlike they did against Houston? <laughs> yes. Because yes. there's that Somehow, part, too. Someday, they would have showed up. I don't think they lost because of the offensive woes. I think they lost because the defense failed to get on the bus to Houston. that about the Lions, too? Lions blew that freaking game. Did you watch oh, the they game? blew it. I watched that game. I watched the whole game. And, yeah, I texted Dave Landau after it, right after it. Yeah. I thought he was going to jump through his phone and punch me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> he seemed very distraught about the Lions losing. <laughs> we, uh, I, I had it on. I was watching. Halftime, I said, All right, I'm done watching this for a while. I was going to go make dinner. Yeah. Actually, I didn't really make dinner. I had Subway subs in the fridge, and I made some soup to go along with it. Nice. So if you want to call that making dinner. Sure. <laughs> I, I went and I slaved over the stove to cook a couple of cans of soup. Yeah, two whole minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and then until so I saw some bubbles, and I took it off. Yeah. But uh, they, uh, I turned it back on, and all of a sudden, it was the comeback of the year. Yeah, it was. Dude, they choked. They just choked. I saw Eminem flipping off. San Francisco fans and mm-hmm. fuck off and <laughs> well, dude, dude, I I know that the Detroit people are pissed. Tell me that wasn't the most Browns ending you've ever seen. Oh yeah, that was. If if that was the Browns, that's how the Browns lose. That's exactly how the Browns would lose a game like that. They'd get to the championship and just shit the bed. In the second half. <laughs> oh, it <laughs> was had a great first half. I thought it was over in the first half. They were up 17. I was like, the Lions the, are going to make it. Bounce off that dude's face. That ended up <laughs> yeah. San Francisco player. And then Dan Campbell, I don't know what he's thinking, man. But going for it and not taking some points, it's just I mean, sometimes you just got to man up and take the damn points. Dude, that is. Let his ego get away in that game. I'm, I'm going to tell you what that is. And there's a lot of people doing it, and I'm not going to. I'm not going to say that this guy is bigger than any of the teams or whatever, but here in Cleveland, that is what I call Adam the Bull logic. Because that dummy always says, oh, you got to go with the analytics every time. You got to go with the analytics. Well, the analytics took Detroit out of the Super Bowl. Plain as day, the analytics, which they followed, which they followed correctly, the analytics said you go for it instead of taking the points. And what did they do? They went for it. They didn't get the points. They lost by those points. Yeah. Sometimes you have to just take the points. The analytics don't show. Look, the reason they lost that game, if you ask me, as just a layman dummy that's watching the game like every other layman dummy watching the game, Detroit showed that they hadn't been there before, and San Francisco showed that they had. San Francisco had the poise of a veteran playoff team. Detroit had the poise of a rookie playoff team, and they shit the bed. And and the biggest reason was you didn't take the points. A rookie team should take the points whenever they're offered. 
anytime there's three points on the table, you got to take it. You got to take it when you haven't proven yourself. When you're the, let's say the New England Patriots of the last 20 years, that's a team that can go for it on fourth and seven. Why? Because they know how to do it. They've got the poise. They've got the swagger. And they've got the proof that they can do it. Yeah. It, it was it was just, they just threw it away. And look, I'm not trying to shit on Dan Campbell. He did an amazing job. And I love the fact that you could tell that dummy Jamel Hill to stuff it up her ass. Did you hear like three years ago when they hired hired Dan? Yeah. Dan Campbell, she was out there running her racist fucking hole you know talking about this is what you get when you hire a white guy over a black guy you get a shitty coach and here he is in the championship game so jamel hill eat a bag of fucking black dicks you cunt <laughs> wow yeah, i'm fired um, up man i the football yeah, got me all fired up i was watching or listening to the radio this morning and somebody said well you know they got all the talent to be back and you know in the mix next year it's like you don't know what's going to happen next you year. You have no idea on that. The Browns, man. You don't know what's going to happen. I know what's going to happen next year. The Browns, six wins. Stop it. But you not you never do know. And and let's be honest. They keep saying they have all the talent. Really? Do they? Who's their receivers again? You watched that game last night. You can't name one of them. No, I really couldn't. There you go. <laughs> Who's the second running back? They got Montgomery and who? Yeah, exactly. I and then you got jared goff who has been a bum until this year yeah well so he won a super bowl. jared goff yeah did he i think so i think with la did he or did he win one with la i believe we had to look that up i think so i still don't think he's been oh, good yeah. though well, he's been a, he's been considered a bad draft pick pretty much since he came out you know, I, I, he's not, I'll, let me take bum back. Maybe he hasn't been a bum, but he hasn't been great. He's been Trent Dilfery. You know, he's, go. I yeah, don't know. You, you could have become the first, could have become the fifth quarterback to lead two franchises to the Super Bowl. Okay. There you go. Has he ever been an all pro? I don't know. I'm not saying he's a great quarterback. I'm just saying that he has some resume. Yeah, I guess. I guess. So. And like Sandy says, I would take him over massage guy. Yeah. Would you? <laughs> well, at, at this point, I mean, who wouldn't you take over massage guy? I mean, he was five and one. We can way, we I'm can argue sad. that point all all day long, but he was five and one, and the Browns were five and one in six games that he started. Real quick, speaking of massage guy, yeah, they uh, just busted a massage parlor down the street for me. Okay, and I'm very excited there? about that. I, I don't I don't understand what the hell's going on in this country. When a guy can't go to a massage parlor and get a good massage and maybe a little handy at the end, I don't know what the hell's going on in this world. Yeah, it sucks. Hey, I mean, maybe you know I would. I, Okay, sex trafficking is all bad. You can't probably do that. So I don't know what the was actually going on in this massage parlor, yeah. but that would be bad. But if you're a legal consenting adult and you want to get a little, you know, handy yeah. at the end of your hour of pay, I don't see what's wrong with that. Man. 
Apparently, the only sex trafficking that goes on is if you're an 80-year-old wrestling owner. (laughs) (laughs) How crazy is that? Did you read that story about Vince McMahon? I did. I saw partial stuff about it. Man, that guy started off as like one of my heroes. Because back when I watched WWF wrestling back in the day, day, it was like he was... He was like a Rick, like an announcer kind of guy. Like he was yeah, yeah. to the side mm-hmm. kind of dude. And all of it was him became, and Gorilla Monsoon. Yeah, and then he became you know, Vince McMahon. Mr. Giant. McMahon. Yeah, yeah Mr. And, McMahon, and then, the asshole. So I didn't read the entire story. What happened? Oh, you know. Oh, dude. So he paid some woman $3 million, or he, he took a payout to, to cover up what he was doing. $3 million. Of which he didn't, to make her sign an NDA and not talk about what he was doing. He paid her $1 million and then stopped paying her. Uh, so she sued him. She so she her. sued him. But now it's all coming out, and it is brutal. It's, it's so brutal I won't bring up the text messages that were sent. But it's worse than anything I've ever said on this show, which should well, give you do? some... What did he do to this broad? Okay. He... He hired her, put her in a job, and then was banging her on the side. All right. And then, because she was hot, was using her as part of con- of contract negotiations. Like, hey, you got to go fuck Brock Lesnar or else he won't sign his contract. Wow. And that's what and and literally that's a real scenario in the in the lawsuit. That that in the 2019 or 20 um, negotiation for Brock, Brock Lesnar, that she had to bang him and send him videos of herself pissing. Whoa! Like dude. crazy, dude. It's crazy. That and then she, he was trading her out to John Laurinaitis of the of the WWE. <laughs> You know, you got to hook, you got to bang him too. <laughs> now, what happens, like, are the wrestlers going to be in trouble or is it just Vince that's going to hook here? Well, so far, it's Vince and John Laurinaitis are the two that, that I've heard the names of. I don't imagine that um, Brock Lesnar over the weekend waking up to Sable, I'm sure that wasn't very comfortable. You know, when, when Sable's seeing, oh, yeah, you were you were taking piss videos of this chick. <laughs> and you were, and you were paid, and you were paid um, for your contract with, you know, banging this broad. So, yeah, it, it's a nutty, nutty story. And some of the text messages that came out from Vince, unbelievably brutal. And I mean, brutal. I, I, I can't even tell. <laughs> Let me see if I still have it. I'll show it. I don't even know if I should read it. I won't. Yeah, I'm going to read it. Whatever. Let me give everybody a warning right now. Okay? We're going to read this. This episode is definitely never, never going to see the light of day on WHK. <laughs> and what we're going to read right now is going to be offensive so if you're one of those that and when i say offensive i don't mean howard stern level i mean as raw and brutal as it can possibly be hang on we're all adults here and i I agree i've never heard before that you could read that okay bad that ugly 
I mean, okay, you think? We're talking about wrestling here. All right, as long as you're sure, because I'm going to bring it up, and you're going to be like, uh, this is a bit much. You okay. ready? So Are this you is ready? a text from him to her? This is a text from him to her. From Vince and it's, McMahon, and allegedly. The, and the screenshot that I'm, well, not allegedly, the screenshot that I'm about to show is from the court documents. And it has the court point above the text message. We lost half our audience. They just left. Did they really? No. <laughs> All right, you ready for this? I'm not sure. Yeah, you, you worked me up. To, to it's pretty I'm, brutal. I'm gonna tell you, it's brutal. <laughs> All right, Natalie, here we go. Hey, Natalie, maybe not good. Well, she's probably right about that. All right, so this is actual court documents. This is an actual court document. I will read the the uh, text message from Vince. Oh McMahon. my good God! I'm seeing two words. And I'm already. Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> no. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Right, I told okay. you. All right. So, like, if you can't read what's on the screen right now, you are going to be massively offended. And please, if you have children in the car, plug turn it ears. off. Do whatever you can to make sure that the kids do not hear this. They do not want to hear this. I gave you guys plenty of warning here. So the text reads as Wait, wait, wait. You got to read the fart, the, the fart, the first part where it says article like number one. Oh, number 142. Yeah. After the threesomes began, McMahon became more sadistic and his fantasies focused on control, such as choking, sensory deprivation, pain humiliation and group scenarios in which miss grant was to be physically overwhelmed and subservient okay now here before, we go now before i read any further i would like uh, to share with you something that the um wall street journal had on their site and i don't have it handy but the wall street journal also said that part of this was a threesome between mcmahon and I believe Laronitis, and I, I could be wrong on that. I'm, I don't remember off the top of my head. That included Vince shitting on her head. Whoa! Dude, I did not think Vince was into all this stuff. But now this, <laughs> holy, dear, dear God, I didn't think it was going to be that bad. <laughs> I, 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 oh. I told you it was bad. Yeah. All right. Again, like this kids... is worse than eating asparagus. Eating asparagus. This is worse than eating ass. <laughs> now, this, this is, is actual text from Vince McMahon. This is a text, allegedly. Oh, yes. This is in the court papers, though. This is in the court document. This is a screenshot of the court document. Okay. So it says, "Re your last picture." You need your panties ripped off and three big black dicks in all three holes at the same time. Way up your pussy and way up your ass as far as they will go, but even farther. And the thickest cock goes down your throat, so it makes you gag and convulse as those big black cocks pound away. It feels like from the start you're being assaulted. 
but it made you come nonstop. Okay. Just one continuous constant orgasm, and just before you pass out, those big black dicks squirt their loads of cum inside you. I need a shower. As you lay on your stomach, the cum is coming out of all your holes. I'll turn you over and jack off all over you. Is that it? That's it. <laughs> is that not enough? <laughs> I don't mean to laugh at that. That's horrible and terrible. <laughs> it's unbelievably brutal. Oh my God. Here's the real question. I'm going to take it off the screen. Thank you. Here's the real question. <laughs> if you're forget if you're a billionaire, billionaire, yeah, why would you put this into any sort of medium that could be reproduced? Oh my good God. Just pushing send on that text is like I'm rolling the dice with my entire fortune. You don't say it over the phone. You don't say it. No. In text, you don't write a letter. You don't do anything with that kind of stuff. You what know when you say that, that if thinking? you only place you'd say that is if you and that woman are in a cave somewhere, somewhere that's never been before. <laughs> oh man, it's that's rough. unreal. And of course, Vince last week because of this, did he deny it? He, no, he hasn't denied it. He um he stepped down from he quit WWE over it. Yeah. Because obviously WWE can't have this. Um and TKO, he quit TKO as well, which is the parent company now cuz they sold all their shares to the parent company or they sold to TKO Endeavor. And dude, he might go to jail for this. After all the shit that Vince has done, he may end up going to jail for this. The world must be going good when all this, this is all they have to talk about. That's a huge story. It is a huge story. I mean, he's a fucking what are they billionaire. Talking about? The, the wonderful president bringing over more Mexicans? I mean, what else would you like to talk about? Well, I guess we should, talk, we should talk about, uh, you know, Texas versus the Fed. I, it's unreal, <laughs> dude. It's unreal believable that this is this is what's going on there's something about when you make that kind of money you just think you're invincible I not, guess. To, not to have the pun in there but invincible i guess <laughs> <laughs> who said it better vince mcmahon in that text or teach donald trump and cut the deficit by 160 billion dollars Billion, B-I-L-L-I-O-N. <laughs> I don't even think Joe could say something this brutal. No, I don't think. Well, I don't think his mind could go there. No, not at all. He couldn't. He couldn't translate all this stuff. That's. I don't sure. think my mind could. I, that's dude, pretty I'm, messed up. It's dude. brutal. I, I do when I read it, and, and I'm the sickest fuck in the world. And I read it, it was like, <laughs> whoa, that's pretty hard. I was like, Jesus. Yeah, I mean it's it's that's some brutal, and and I'll tell you what, dude. I mean, you watched the WWF and or WWE, whatever it was, in the Attitude Era, right? Oh yeah, yeah. It sure makes you question some of the stuff, like having Trish Stratus strip in the in the ring and bark like a dog and stuff. Now, doesn't it? 
It makes you think about a lot of stuff. Now, I guess what I'm worried about is the domino effect. I mean, if you know, if it happened to one girl, you know what happened to more than one. And they're, and they're going to start coming out now. Allegedly, oh, yeah. Now they're going to come. They're going to come out of the woodwork. I'm curious to see which wrestler wrestling women are going to come out of the woodwork here. I'm also wonder which wrestlers are going to be, you know, charged with something or something. Again, the dominoes are going to fall. Yeah. Well, that's a whole. Something like Brock Lesnar's banging his broad. I mean, there's got to be other ones. Well, banging her is not necessarily illegal. If he didn't know that she was trafficked, if if Vince just said, hey, I got you this chick that you can fuck as part of the deal, you know, I don't think that's illegal. Is it? John must be joining late. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think there could be something to do with that, right? I mean, I, I doubt that you know Vince would call and be like, "Hey, I got this uh, hooker for you." I mean, it's probably just <laughs> kind of saying, "Hey, you know, part of this girl's deal is she's going to come over and have sex with you." Yeah, I've been banging her for for weeks. Did you hear the shit that I say to her? I mean, there's got to be something that yeah can get some of these wrestlers in trouble. And think about all the people that are close to the big man family, whether you know. Does Stephanie know stuff? Does Triple H well, know stuff? I mean, is there here? Here's the thing. So, Bruce Pritchard is one of the guys that's like one of his right hand men, and there's already calls for that guy to be fired. Michael Michael Hayes of the Freebirds is another guy that's been a Vince guy forever, and there's calls for him to be fired. Um, now, over the last year. When the, when the initial allegations came out about Vince, not as dirty as this stuff or whatever, but when it came out, Stephanie McMahon quit WWE. Then when Vince, because Vince quit like about a year ago, and then he came back. He, he used the Endeavor sale to get himself back in. But he quit over these allegations a year ago. When he quit... Stephanie McMahon came came back to WWE. When Vince came back, like four or five months ago or whatever, Stephanie quit again. So she may have known all along that this was going on. And another one is Shane McMahon. And they're saying that the reason Shane jumped out in like 2002 and went and did his own thing for 15 years was because Vince was trying to get Shane involved in this stuff and he wanted nothing to do with it. Now, again, this is all alleged. All of this stuff is alleged. I'm not saying any of this is, is true. I'm not saying anybody else is involved. I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, yeah, there you go. Vince is his hero. (laughs) I just think about, I'm just thinking, man, how many of these super hot chicks that have been wrestlers has Vince done this to? Is John a wrestling fan? Oh, yeah. John is definitely a wrestling you fan. you got to get him on the show. He can call link. in if he wants to. Yeah, call in, John. I, want well, a wrestling... I, guess, I guess I'd have to send him the link now, wouldn't send I? Send him the link. I want this guy to, I want a wrestling fan's perspective because you know, I don't know as much about wrestling as, as some guys do, obviously. Yeah. That may but be... you can't – I can't imagine that this is the one person <laughs> that he did this to. I mean, no, the business for how long? How long has he owned it, dude? He's owned it since the '80s, since like '81 or '82. Forty years. Forty years. He's he's been the owner. It's probably been going on. I, I wonder if he sex trafficked the, the fabulous Moolah. 
<laughs> Man, there's got to be a lot to, to a lot more to this story. I'm really could you think this? I'll wait till John comes on because I, I have I have questions. What? Is he coming on? He said he was coming I, on, right? I, I got to send him the link, which I'm doing right oh. now. I'm sending him the link. Do you think this could ruin the WWE altogether? Dude, I don't know what it's gonna do. I, I'm thinking about all the other stuff too. About like, um, um, dude, the day before this came out was the day that Netflix dropped five billion to buy Raw. Right. I mean, there had to be a, a like something to that, right? You had to be like a, hey, we're gonna sign this deal, and then Vince, you're gonna yeah. get the hell out of here. Maybe, maybe, or maybe they got duped, and maybe they go back and say, wait a minute, we're not gonna give you five billion. Because they could give take you a one major day. hit over this. Yeah. And they could say, hey, we didn't know this was going on. I mean, Netflix is a family company, for God's sakes. Yeah. And there's like already, I see boycotts on there, like boycott WWE oh. hashtags all over the place. Dude, there's there's all kinds of stuff about wanting um, Triple H fired, wanting Bruce Pritchard fired, wanting Lesnar never to come back. You know, there, there's all kinds of calls for this stuff. What did Triple H, I mean, did, is Triple H being charged with anything? Or is no, not yet. Not yet. I mean, all we know so far is this court document. But wait till it goes to court, because Vince has already said he's going to fight it with everything he's got, which means all these guys are going to get subpoenaed. Everybody that's worked in WWE management for the last 25 years is going to be called into court. You know that's gonna happen. Yeah, I'm looking at. Is there a picture of this woman anywhere? Um, I thought I saw one somewhere. She was all right. She wasn't that. She sure wasn't losing worth losing your billions over. <laughs> and what a dummy! All Vince had to do was pay her two million dollars. Which, I, yeah, that's a lot of money. But to Vince McMahon, what is two million dollars? That's like me yeah, giving you a lot. fifth. Like that's like me giving you a twenty spot. I was gonna say it's, it's really two million. I mean, the guy—he's worth a billion. Woman. Yeah, I mean, there's John. Hello, Yo. John. What's up, guys? Hey, you are aware the Browns lost, right? Why wearing a sweatshirt? I'm just gloating. That's uh, you know, gloating over the fact that I won the bet. <laughs> Real quick, before we talk about wrestling, we were arguing before. I said that I would like to see the Ravens in the Super Bowl, and Chris says no way in hell. Uh, well, the the only reason I would say I was I was okay with that is because I have a really good friend from Baltimore, so at least, you know, that would be you know okay. My buddy's having a good time. Um, I wanted nothing to do with the Chiefs. I'm so goddamn tired of watching the Chiefs. It's crazy, yeah. and Dan Campbell is the biggest moron on planet Earth for his yeah. stupid f usage of you know his fourth downs. He Adam the bulled it right. Oh, dude, it's he's he's. Oh well, we did it all season, so we're gonna do it now. Okay, no, you're at the 28 yard line and the 30 yard line. You lose by three, you're at least in a tie game at that point. Yeah. So anyway, all right. So back to Vince McMahon crapping. That's on a Vince McMahon. You did you hear us read this text that he wrote? Yeah, I've I've read everything, and I mean, Aiken. The thing is, like, did you see the part? Like, I read something that said where this woman actually got the payment. And the reason this is coming out is because something voided the agreement where she had to keep her mouth shut. Yeah, she didn't get the whole payment. Okay, that's she was what supposed it, okay, to yeah. get three million dollars. 
Vince paid her one and then stopped paying her, which is an old Vince trick. Vince did the same thing to many of the territories that yeah. he that he took over back in the 80s. He would go in and he'd say, well, I'll buy your territory, your wrestling territory, for $5 million. He'd give them $2 million and he'd tell them to go fuck themselves. Yeah. That's so what Vince does. It's what we're finding out is that Vince McMahon is actually a really shady, shitty person. Like he plays. On well, I don't think we're finding well, that out for the first yeah. time, Seth. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, I always thought it was more of like a character on, you know, you know the wrestling. I didn't think it was like a, an actual character flaw in real life. No, I he's terrible. Who he played. So he's there, actually a really shitty person. Yeah, there's there's been rumors for years about his treatment of the female talent. If you read like the the WWE biographies, there's like little stories about him kind of being shitty here and there so it's like when you when you start adding things up you know like jim ross talks about you know in one of his two books like if i remember like he, he basically you know fired mcmahon fired jim ross after he got palsy and he brought wow. him out to one of the events like one of the major events and fired him when he was supposed to be commentating that event and you know he didn't get paid like it's just all kinds of stuff and even even as far back to that that steroid trial when he's trying to protect himself against, you know, oh, we didn't do that, we didn't do that. Well, look how many of those 80s guys died of heart attacks, like steroid-related problems. And Vince was feeding them to him, man. It's like the guy's a piece of shit. This, I mean, the only surprising part of this to me when I first saw it was how vulgar it really was. But the yeah, fact that he did this is like, no. I was like, yeah, go figure. Vince McMahon, the biggest billionaire slime ball in the world, is in trouble for doing this. Okay. I'm shocked. I, I still, when he brought, I, like I thought, okay, I've heard this kind of stuff before, but when he brought up that text, no, I've never heard all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and I warned you, I did yeah, warn I, I've you. I've never seen porn that that bad in my life. <laughs> well, how how great is it too? Like, I mean, did you see how he wrote that stuff? I mean, this guy's a billionaire. He he runs one of the biggest companies in the world, and this guy texts like a 13 year old girl. Right. <laughs> I mean, it, it just looks ridiculous. I mean, and, and like Aiken said, why are you putting this in writing? Like, use yeah. the burner phone. Use some number that's untraceable. And ignore, Don't use a me. phone. Don't use a phone, period. You, you know window, what? <laughs> <laughs> right. Buy her. You've got a billion dollars. Buy her a, set, a really nice set of walkie-talkies <laughs> or a CB radio. Oh, man, there, there's no safe way of portraying that message to somebody other it's, than in person, wearing a mask so they can't see your face, yelling it out from a microphone and distort your voice. You, you have to do all precautions because saying what he said, forget about it. But that's just a saying. He did all this stuff, too. I mean, John, you read the court stuff. He did this filthy stuff. Not yeah. that, not what we read there, but yeah. here's my question. How long is it going to be? until video of it is produced you don't go this far and not have video if if dan snyder could have cheerleading videos cut together for himself to whack off to vince mcmahon damn sure had video of him doing this stuff and his buddies doing this stuff to this absolutely woman. that's a good i gotta see if there's a uh, like a picture of this woman yeah it, it, like i like i can't you know, I was I was about to like say, well, you know, you know, it, like Aiken said, I mean, she's average. She, she I, 
Do you know how slimy I feel like trying to judge this? This all this stuff happened to this woman, woman and we're like, ah, she's not worth it for the billions. <laughs> like, it's so well, I, I'm gonna well, I'm gonna say so this, and, and I'm not I'm not trying to defend Vince in any way, shape, or form, but on some level, she participated in this shit. She's not all, she's not completely innocent either. Here, she could have said no, right? She absolutely could have long before it got to the point of an of an NDA having to be signed and pissing on block Brock Lesnar's face or whatever there yeah. there's a there's a wide range of things that could have she could have said no she's not this innocent schoolgirl that was held at gunpoint over Brock Lesnar's face she's not she's guilty too but she's less guilty than Vince I'm looking at a picture I think yeah she's she's okay she's you know again I'm not trying to judge the victim in a She's a she's a regular girl six sex traffic eight. I did, good God! Sure wow. glad I joined this one. Um, I mean, the, the thing to me about about her culpability and culpability. Uh, my, is I, I wanted to it. share the. Go ahead. Free? I wanted to share the screen, and my first thing that's on here is hot trans women. Well, that's always on your screen. Is that her? Off see, right? No, no. See the 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 person that I, I thought I thought I thought she was like a person of color. Well, that's not uh, any of these find, victims. Let me find her. Vince McMahon rape chick. Yeah, I looked that <laughs> up, and there's God. a whole bunch of different pictures. Good God! Well, that'll be the easiest way to find her, I would think. Man, oh, man, make sure you're on your incognito funny. tab. Let's for hot Dude, just 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 on porn alone, I'm going to jail forever. I would imagine. <laughs> That'd be like Pornhub. Jesus, this guy visited every page on Pornhub. What the hell? Why does he keep googling how to find Vince McMahon's texts? <laughs> <laughs> what is her name? Boy, that didn't bring up anything. Isn't it like Janelle Grant? I think it is. Like Jan. All right. Uh, just for the record, while we're still talking here, um, yeah. virtual reality porn is the best porn of all time. Just letting you know. Buy a headset tomorrow if you can, John. <laughs> no, that's okay. <laughs> See, when I okay. See, I thought, I thought it was. They said it was a black woman, and now that's now that person's not coming up. No, it's, it it, ten, it it seems to be the one that Seth had here. I'll put her on the screen. Share this one. That seems to be her in several photos. So yeah, yeah. that's what I got. Okay. Yeah, I saw. She looks I, like Paige. I, in a way, I suppose. I mean, I, I don't know. She's cute. She's cute. She looks like Paige, and Paige had but, her own problems with um, sex yeah. stuff in the WWE. Makes you uh, wonder, doesn't it? Like you said, though, she does have some sort of culpability, right? She had to go. I think so. Along with well, it, and she was willing to take three million dollars to get out of it. So there's something there. Well, I think that's it's a little difficult, dude. I mean, okay, look look at who you're dealing with. You're dealing with Vince McMahon and his, I mean, his personality. I mean, you're dealing with a bunch of hugely overblown egos, hugely muscled up dudes. This guy is a multi multi billionaire. If he comes and says this to you, is the first thing you're going to do is go no and go running to the press? I mean, there, at that point, there was this didn't just start over text message. It's not like he started like he sent all this vile text message. This was in person stuff, and all of a sudden, it's it's this woman versus all of them. 
So it, it, in in a way, there's she's got to feel pressure to do something. I mean, so it's for me, it's well, hard to say. You're, wasn't she, the story though that to do this stuff, Vince like gave her like a a no show job or something like that, or some kind of job with no work to do or something. Yeah, I mean, again, it's like if if, if Vince McMahon comes to you and you're some young woman like working an office job you i mean this ha look harvey weinstein it's the same damn thing you know the, the these guys like victimize these people that have no ability to fight back i mean it's, right. it's, it's it's a common story and so you're not admit. wrong i mean she did take money and all that shit but but by that point she was already in too deep i guess is you know hey, and, and, no figuratively pun and literally yeah. No pun intended. I, I will admit, though, that if Vince McMahon paid me $3 million to have sex with a whole bunch of WWE divas, I'd probably do it. I just changed well, the picture because I think the, the mustache is funny. Oh, it's it, dude! I, I I love that that that's the picture that all the news outlets are choosing to go with, because that's like the most pedo looking picture you could possibly <laughs> exactly. find of the guy. Like, yeah, let's not. It, it's it's like blabbermouth, where blabbermouth sometimes will purposely run the shit picture as the headline. Exactly. You know, it's like let's just you know kind of poke at this guy a little bit. Um, yeah, I I just I can't believe that. I'm with you, Aiken. Like all the other guys, like Bruce Pritchard, and you know all this is. I mean, is this going to hit Triple H? You know, like how much did the McMahon family know about this? I mean, I think so they're think all going to be the go. downfall of WWE, John. No, uh, no, it, it's it's too big. They're they're basically going to compartmentalize this as a Vince problem and somebody else problem, and especially now that it's owned by a different entity. I mean, if this was if this was back in the day when it was strictly Vince, you might have a case to say, yeah, they're 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 way fucked. But because they're under TKO they, and they can, you know, just clean house of everybody that would look like they're part of this, I don't think so. It's not going to surprise me, though, to see Dana White now is running WWE. Get rid of Triple yeah. H, get rid of everybody that has been a higher up in the last however long they find this has been going on. Yeah. They could get rid of everybody and you know tko owns ufc too and dana has proven that he that he can run an organization like this i could see them trading out power slap for the wwe i could yeah. see that happening and yeah. that way they don't have to deal with any backlash as a company as a company tko throwing everybody out and saying look we don't stand for this we've always stood for family values blah 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 we we flushed everybody out and we're going to move forward with the new WWE. It could happen. No, I I, I agree with you. It's just it's fu it's just funny because Dana White's got a little bit of a checkered past in some areas too. I mean, it's true. I mean, it's it's so fun. It's like when people get all mad at you know these NFL owners and stuff, and even even down to Deshaun Watson, like, oh, I can't believe he did it. Rich fucks with money most of the time are are really slimy. Yeah, I mean, do you do you think do you think every billionaire makes their money completely clean? It doesn't no. happen, and, and and when you're this powerful, it's it's like it's like you guys touched on right before I jumped on, like like they feel untouchable. I mean, mm -hmm. when you have that much money and that much power, do you really think that this office girl is going to take you down? Yeah, you know, Deshaun when no Watson, one can, when nobody has told you no in forty years, you're not worried about someone that does. Exactly. I mean, look at Dan Snyder. He he did a whole bunch of heinous shit 
And he still he 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 was so up his own ass power wise that he was refusing to get the hell out. He's like, I'm not selling my multi billion dollar NFL franchise. Screw you. Even yeah, I though <laughs> I think I think it's quite the opposite. I think the billionaires feel quite touchable. Been <laughs> 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 uh, felt like quite often. <laughs> and right. so Deshaun Watson. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but I mean, those you know, the, the Deshaun Watson thing is like the small version of this. Like he didn't think these massage therapists were going to do anything. And how many of them said in dep depositions, "Well, you know, he was this rich, powerful guy. I thought he was going to like squash me if I said anything." Like, you know, like it's 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 an age old story. Unfortunately, this just happens to be Vince is so up his own ass that he sent this this, this disgusting shit everywhere. No pun, <laughs> no pun intended. And uh, you know, like it's. Yeah, I, I mean, he's screwed. Like, like you said, Aiken, he's going to jail. I think he's going to jail too. I don't think he's got enough money to not go to jail. Yeah, there's way too much proof of it, and there's way as much as I think Me Too is kind of dead these days. I don't think it's all the way dead to where something like this could be protected somehow. No, and they like taking down like the Weinstein's and the Epstein's and the McMahonsteins, I guess. But how you, know, do you as how do you as a woman go in front of a judge or a jury and say, "Yes, I accepted a contract of three million dollars to have sex with a whole bunch of guys and not say anything." To I'm going to tell you how, Seth, because you then you're going to accept a ten million dollar contract from Simon and Schuster to write your book about it. But I mean, you're you're a laughing stock, and you don't you're not a victim at some point anymore. You offered to do this. Laugh now, at me with fifteen million in the bank. Like, I'm not trying to say anything bad about the woman, but what I am saying is that she did play a part in this role. And she did. Some of these women, same thing with the massage stuff with, with Watson. Some of these women did it and didn't think anything of it at the time until it was time to all of a sudden make a nickel off of doing it. Here's the but thing, see that, dude. But, that, but, that's, but that's, not how, that's not how this is portrayed. I mean, dude, it, it's like and, – and again, I, I, she – I always look at these like the start, the beginning of these situations. These people don't have a choice. They're, I mean, they're they're fucked if they do, fucked if they don't. Like again, no pun intended. You know, so all the world's going to see is a victim. You know, the the reason that you know people try to remind everyone, like you guys are talking about it right now, saying, "Hey, don't forget," you know, she does have a small part to play in this, is because it never gets talked about. Because mm -hmm. people see big rich billionaire took advantage of this woman, so she's a victim. He's the, you know it's a hundred percent one way, zero percent the other. So that that's that's the reality. That's how it's going. That's how it's going to go down. I mean, it's mm -hmm. there's no other way that this goes down. Yeah, nobody holds. I mean, if if you look at sex scandals of the last twenty years or whatever, who's holding Jen Sturger accountable for the dick pic thing with Brett Favre? Same sort of story. A lot less. Lot less crazy, but. Brett Favre was the bad guy, 100%. Didn't matter that she was willing to take the pictures from Brett Favre and, mm -hmm. you know, gave him his phone number so that he could send pictures and somehow made him feel like she she was available. Joe says what she's supposed to do, Seth, not go to court. No, what she's supposed to do is not get involved in this stuff to begin with. Or the first time he says, sends her a text talking about sucking big black dicks and choking on her cum, maybe go to somebody and say, hey, look, this is kind of inappropriate. Instead of continuing on with it and taking the guy's money until he stops paying her. You know, there is a way to put an end to stuff if you don't want to do it. Well, but I, I think the problem here, Seth, and I don't disagree with you, but I think the issue here is that, you know, like I was saying, like, she didn't really have an out at the beginning. It wasn't like, you know, because if a guy like this comes to you and says, hey, I want to do this, 
it, I mean, think about it. You know what's going to happen. If she goes out there and tries to say, Here, here's what this guy offered me, nothing's happened, but this is what he said to me, she's going to get destroyed because that guy's is that guy's going to spend a few million dollars to completely discredit her, completely just ruin her, and then her life is completely screwed from the, this point forward because everybody, everybody's going to go, oh, she's a liar. She tried to – she's a gold digger. She's this, that, and the other. So, I mean, as soon as Vince brings this stuff up, she's kind of, she's kind of you know, damned if she does, damned if she don't right there. Disagree. So, Disagree. Okay. And I'll, Why so? Be, because she took a no-show job. It's not like she was working in accounting and Vince brought her in. Vince brought her in to bang her and gave her a job so he could funnel money to her to keep banging her. That's that's what that's what I read over the weekend was that she was she was brought in and and she never really had any work to do but she had an office and and all this was going on at the time. So she sort of knew what she was getting into on some level, maybe not on the level that it turned into, mm -hmm. but she knew that she wasn't just getting a job at WWE to be the, uh, you know, data entry clerk or whatever. She was, she was doing it for a reason. And then the only reason why she came out of this whole thing was because he stopped giving her the three million that he promised her. If he would have gave her the rest of that hush money or whatever it is, she would have kept her mouth shut, most yeah, likely. wouldn't know her and name. I'll tell you right now, if my boss came to me tomorrow and said, hey, look, Seth, um, I'm going to pay you to take it up the ass, my general response is, <laughs> no, thank you. Um, I think that I'll risk my job on this one. And if they want to fire me, then I guess I'll get fired. But I have the option to say no to something like that. She was brought in with a full understanding of what she was doing. At least that's what it sounds like to me. I could be wrong. But... And then when he stopped giving her the checks to keep her mouth shut is when she came forward and said, hey, I don't like this all that much. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I just I just see it as, you know, she, she may have taken like a no-show job just to collect a paycheck, but I, I, I don't think this is what you sign on for for that. I, I, that and that's where everybody's going to start with, you know, because, I mean, yeah, okay, did she just take like a goofy – yeah, I mean, you know, maybe she took a job that had nothing to do just because, oh, you know, she's a pretty face walking. Okay, whatever. So, yeah, you're guilty of that. But, I mean, if you take a job like that, does that mean you should then be subjected to what she was subjected to? So I, um, I, I, I think that's where people are going to go with it. I mean, it's, there, there's – there's the answer is yes to that, by the way. Brian, Brian same here. Brian, why would you even ask that? Seth hates asparagus. <laughs> and losing a simple football bet, he 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 went for that, dude. He, he was, half bet, I would do it. Yeah, <laughs> million dollars, million dollars. Seth let him shit in his mouth. Jesus, <laughs> a million bucks and I can move. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I just million I just, dollars I, and some Listerine, and you're fine, right? We're yep. good to go. <laughs> yeah, I I just think with this, I I think because you're dealing with sex trafficking an actual sexual assault it's different than if this was just a whole ton of really gross text messages or you know something like harvey weinstein where he's like you know whacking off in front of people like this is actually like let's call it what it is it's, it's pretty much rape is and he so being accused of rape i want to know that is yes he being accused of rape? yeah yeah that's oh, one of oh, the yeah, charges yeah that's a different story sexual assault was... rape and sex trafficking are the three Ooh, charges yeah. that i saw uh, dude this dude's going to prison for the rest of his life probably 
I mean, Aiken, you're 100% right on that when you said that. Yeah. I, I, I can't mean, see any way that he doesn't. And then, because and now, I won't, they, now I doubt they would even take a settlement. I doubt that uh, Connecticut would take a settlement. Connecticut is going to file charges anyway now. Yeah. Well, and you know, that's why I said, like, like, that's why I'm saying, like, people aren't going to just see this as she took $3 million to have to read some disgusting text messages. You know what I mean? Like, this this goes far beyond that. And it's and it and it's not even just Vince doing it himself. It's hey, now you have to do it to this guy. Now you have to do it to this guy. Like, I mean, he basically used her as like an like an animal. I mean, th that is going to look the optics of this whole thing are so bad that uh, there's again, no I, I mean, I'm not standing up for Vince McMahon at all. I'm just saying, why didn't you just walk away from this deal? I mean, you do have the ability to do that. Grown people are allowed to walk away from something. I mean, I I don't. I don't think he was holding a gun to her head. I don't think he was threatening to kill her or nothing like that. But why didn't she just walk away from this? Well, and, but we don't know. We don't know what these. We don't know what these billionaires do. Even even if she said, "I'm not doing this," I quit and just walked out the door and was like, "I'm not going to say anything." Do you really think a guy like Vince McMahon, after having said something like that, is going to take the risk of her keeping quiet, and never saying anything? I mean, it's 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 got to be a fucking terrifying situation. Mm -hmm. I, mean, so, I agree. I agree. He it's, might, he might be, she might be afraid that he'd kill her. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, honestly, if he's willing to shit on her head and, and say, here, go fuck this big monster, you know, Brock Lesnar, what says that she wouldn't, oh, you, she might talk, put a bullet in her. I'll pay someone to do that. I mean, who says that you, who's, if you're, if you're in the situation and you don't know how to get out, who says that, who says what is too far? But what I also don't understand about this, these kind of guys and billionaires and even some of these wrestlers that were involved in it, I mean, these guys have the ability to go out and get whatever girl they basically want. I mean, there's girls that are lined up for these dudes, whether it's because of their money or their muscles or whatever it is. I mean, why do they need to do this to this poor girl? Because they can. I guess. Because the ones that will give it up aren't as fun as the ones who won't. It's a power thing, yeah. I yeah. yeah. I, I don't get it either, Seth. I'm with you. Like, I, I just why would you take a risk of this magnitude? I know. I mean, entire. Like, what are you doing, dude? Yeah, I, I I have nothing, and I wouldn't I wouldn't go go stepping out on my wife. Okay, I have nothing, and these guys that have everything just like they they just piss it all away. Like, what are you doing? I don't that, understand. That's crazy to me. I, I don't know. You wouldn't step well, out on your wife because she's 14 levels above you. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there's that. Both too. of you. The both, both of you are in the same category <laughs> there. <laughs> we, you, you and I got lucky, John. <laughs> hey, that, hey, man, out kicked our coverage, man. We'll go back to some brown stock there. Yeah. I mean, Chris is lucky because he just you know, has a girl. He's not, you know, married. <laughs> so, you know, you know what's awesome about this is we're like, you know, man, Vince McMahon, like he he sex trafficked this girl, he raped you, you know, he he shit on her head. Here's Tony Masaccio enjoying a delicious eggplant parmesan in Little Italy. <laughs> 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 like, this is like the two widest extremes on this damn show, man. Uh, well, that's why you know that's why this that's show is fun. fun. Sometimes it's a wide variety <laughs> of things. <laughs> Talk about a lot of shit on here. Figuratively literally. and literally. Yeah, yeah that, I walked into that one. I walked into that one. All right. Well, uh, I appreciate you coming on, John. Thanks fun. for having me on, man. I appreciate it. And you're welcome anytime that we're talking wrestling and shitting on people. 
Those are the two <laughs> topics I'll be invited on for. There you right. go. Today's, to- today's topic is defecation. We've got John Drake on. <laughs> Next week on the show, we're going to be taking pictures of people peeing on each other. Special guest, John Drake. John, comment? <laughs> what are your thoughts? <laughs> Somebody at my job is going to Google this stuff and be like, oh, God, you're so fired. No, 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 no. You don't understand. Don't you have a podcast that you want to promote? What do you got? <laughs> yeah. Come on. It's I got the shit and piss weekly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but seriously, you do a podcast, right? What do you do? Two. No people. Yeah, I do. I do. I do two podcasts. I have a a nerd podcast, which is mostly Star Wars, but we cover a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, it's called the Nerf Herder Council. That one's that one's been been around a lot a lot longer. Nerd sweatshirt. I, that, I noticed it. That's why I was like, there you go. Call that one out first. That, that's an awesome sweatshirt, by the way. That's a good one. One of my buddies has that. And uh, the other one is on Aiken's Network. It's uh, a music podcast. It's, it's Dream Theater centric, but it's called Talking Into Infinity. So once a week, once a week on podcasting, one or the other. So all right, I'll tell you another thing. I, I literally I was talking to Chris about this the other day. I bought a virtual reality headset. Oh it's God, like here MetaQuest we go. MetaQuest Two or something like that. And so now MetaQuest and Facebook own my, all of my information along with the Chinese. They have everything. <laughs> but I'll t- tell you what, they have like the sweetest like Star Wars game you're ever gonna play. Which one? It's like Tales from the Galaxy or something like that. Oh, Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, Tales from Galaxy's Edge. And it's in virtual reality, dude. It is like the most unbelievable thing. Well, I, I have the PlayStation VR. Yeah. And I have like... Star, uh, uh, yes, you can get it for... I think I think the one you're talking about, you can only get on PlayStation 5, which is the VR 2, which I'm going to get in a few months. Um, but I, I, I'll, I've heard that that one is amazing. And, and they also have one called Star Wars Squadrons. It's a flight game, and it's like a full game. And it was like 50, 50 bucks or whatever. And, and it's like flying X-Wings and TIE Fighters and shit in VR, like in all these crazy battles. And uh, it's, it's awesome, dude. So I'm, I'm a huge fan of VR. So yeah, I'm a huge fan of Star Wars, too. So like, you know, you and I, uh, look, see? You guys, like can do the, you guys can do that show by yourselves. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, Aiken knows nothing about it. See, we finally found something Chris knows nothing about. I really, yeah. I know very, it, it's always funny because I always go in, in John's chat room and just try and throw t- whatever dumb references I have, which are very few. You know, I could I could throw a good Jar Jar attack, or or uh, <laughs> Han Solo got killed, but I'll call him Han just to drive John crazy. And oh, and God. me off. So, yeah, you know, yeah, and, yeah. But but outside of that, you know. Meanwhile, I'll be listening to these guys. I'll be like, well, you know, the fourth moon from Tatooine was six point two <laughs> parsecs away. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I'll tell you what, I, nobody. I, I cry every time I watch Empire Strikes Back. I can't watch it anymore. I, I gave up watching Empire because I cry at the end because I don't like when Han Solo gets frozen. It, it, like that's kind of like, hardcore like that. I cry. Well, I I, I hate J.J. Uh, Abrams for killing Han Solo in Episode Seven. That's the Fucking worst a. ever. Yeah, um, I, I agree. It's 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 funny. You it's funny you mentioned Empire because I just today was on. I was scrolling through Instagram and somebody took the uh, the scene where he's like, "No, I am your father." And he, and and he he basically slows it down and he says, "I am your father." And Luke goes, "No, no." Uh. And then Vader goes, "The fuck you mean, no?" Like he edit, he edited the audio to where that was the conversation. It sounds perfect. It's awesome. That's awesome. So, yeah, I'm I'm with you, dude. I'm a huge Star Wars nerd. Next time we hang out, we could definitely talk some absolutely talk some wars, man. All right, All right well, thanks for coming on, man. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yep. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Enjoy, enjoy your shit talk. There you go. <laughs> right, See ya. Later, later y'all. <laughs>
And there goes John. I dig that. I dig that guy. Yeah, he's great. John's John's a good friend of mine. And I didn't realize he liked Star Wars. Look at that. Oh, pff. dude, he's got Star Wars tattooed on his arms. Star oh, dude, Wars. I remember seeing that. Yeah, he's he's all in on the Star Wars. And then Stephanie, his wife, has uh, her whole shoulder is an R two D two. No shit. They're way into the Star Wars, like way yeah. into it. See, that's cool. I, uh, those kind of movies, Indiana Jones trilogy or whatever they're up to now, I like those. See, I hate the Indy Jones. I can't watch. It. I fall asleep. I I can't get through it. It just and, and I know they're good. And I and I I've never I've only watched the one, and I can't get through it without falling asleep. Four out of the five are really good, but the rest are the other one sucks ass. But yeah, I'm just uh, I I know I'm in the minority that don't like them. Like the only one that I really thought sucked was uh, the Crystal Skull one that was really bad. The new one I thought was going to be bad because the Crystal Skull was so terrible, but uh, the new one I thought was actually really really good. I'm trying to think of what was the movie that um, Harrison Ford was in where he was like the criminal that was escaping and he was running through like Fugitive. tunnels and st- that that's about the only movie I really like by him. So I, I love that movie too. Regarding Henry, I like that movie too. I'm a Harrison Ford fan. I mean, I think mm. he does some good shit, but uh, then I found out he's another crazy ass liberal. But they all are. So what the hell am I? Yeah, I was gonna say if you, if you stop watching movies because of their liberal their liberality, then you're not gonna watch anything. Yeah, like I will never watch another. You'd be uh, stuck with the Left Behind movies. Like last night, I was watching something and Bronx Tale was on, and I Robert De Niro, and I turned it off because I fucking hate that guy now. I can't watch <laughs> a thing that that guy puts on anymore. And I used to love Casino. I loved um, a bunch of those different movies. And I, I just forget about it now. I just, I just don't I care. Yeah, I just don't care. They're they're all just blips on my screen to me. So. Right, should what we take a break? What? What movies are you into? Oh, I love I love all movies, dude. But I'm I'm it's like not Star Wars or Harrison Ford movies. I don't hate the Star Wars. I just don't love them. I just I I'm not I'm not a worship. My as you're well aware, my favorite movies are The Godfathers. You know, I'm and and anything crime like that, I'm into. Whether it's The Godfather, Bronx Tale, um. Uh, Miller's Crossing, um, Casino, um, any of that stuff. I'm, I'm Goodfellas. I'm into all that Goodfellas, stuff. I used to love Goodfellas. Can't, now it just pisses me off. Uh, another series that I have to that I have to admit that I love though is the original Superman movies. And See, I'm not a like, su- I'm not a superhero. Like guy. I got a Superman tattoo on me, but I I've, I despise the new ones. It has to be Christopher Reeve Superman movies that, that I like. You don't like the ones with the gay guy or whatever? Isn't okay, one of them like a gay Superman or something? Wasn't I one of the most watch. recent ones a gay Superman? That I wouldn't watch it. Yeah, I, I thought one of them was. They, they were putting out a comic book or something like that with Superman being gay. Yeah, and there's great. no way I'm gonna read that. What the hell are you talking about, Superman? Come on. You know he was kind of low playing so hard she flew out the bed when he when he finished. <laughs> well, now he did. Right, John, come on. <laughs> Superman returns to Brandon. It was not awesome. It was awesome because it came out and it was the first Superman movie that came out that I was like, all right. And he did look kind of like Superman, but other than that, I, I couldn't get behind it. If it ain't George Reeves, you don't want to watch it, right? Christopher Reeves. 
No, isn't the other guy George Reeves? The original oh, Superman. Yeah, the original Superman. That was George Reeves, I think. The worst bit I ever did on radio, I still feel guilty to this day, was, you know, Christopher Reeve obviously fell off a horse, got paralyzed. The one right behind you. What? Yeah. The horse right, right behind you. <laughs> and so on the radio for MMS, we did the Superman 500. Okay. Where we put a whole bunch of people in Superman capes and stuff. Okay. And then stuck them on Playoff Square, stuck them in wheelchairs, and made them race around public school. <laughs> I love because that. He was paralyzed in a wheelchair and everything. That's funny. So we had the Superman 500 and made people race around the... <laughs> What's wrong with that? That's funny. Where did Superman cape? It was terrible. I like Who show was that for? Was that for Triv? No, that was uh, the Danny Darling Corey show. Oh my God! I was say that's a hell of a long time ago. Jesus. Yeah, but it was a good show. It was a really good show. We did some crazy stunts, dude. That was the, that was when they they really just didn't have any solution for Howard Stern, so they just put people on. Yeah, knowing that most was, people weren't going to listen anyway. The sad part is though, is that that show did really really well, like had a huge audience that followed it, but the ratings. The way they did the ratings, I mean, dude, it's just a book. Back then, yeah. it was just a book, and people put in what they said they were listening to, wrote down what they said they were listening to. Mm -hmm. And they didn't have a survey of, like, the entire city of Cleveland. Who the, who the, no, they like, probably like, surveyed 100 people, people or something, yeah. Yeah, and, and then they went off of that. Yeah, but and that's how that, and, and that's why in Cleveland, I mean, how many years was the one, two, um, Stern and Lanigan? And Lanigan. So you put on, because they were like, the names people knew. Like now, they have a, like a meter. It's a people meter thing. Mm -hmm. And so, like, if we're in the doctor's office and the doctor's office is playing Q104 or Star 102, whatever it is, mm -hmm. and that's just a just stupid whatever doctor's office is playing, or you're in a grocery store and something on the radio playing in the background, this people right. meter picks up what you're listening to. Right. So if you're sitting in that stupid doctor's office for two hours waiting and that's all that's on the radio, it shows that you listen to two hours of Q104 or whatever. <laughs> it's, a, it's a it's a sham how they, they do these ratings things. It is. It's crazy. But they, we did like crazy fucking stunts for that show. Like we did a lick it up for kiss tickets. <laughs> right. And so I had to go to like I went to a Rocky's adult video store and and they I had went into like the back room and they had those like video screens. People pay like a quarter to watch porn videos. Sure, sure. And they had to lick the floor of the Oh, oh. <laughs> Did people do that? Yes. People yeah. were willing to lick a jizz-lopped floor for yeah. kiss tickets? And then we did, like, other fun stuff, too. Like, they stuck me in the back of a pickup truck and, like, a, and then put me through, like, a car wash. <laughs> like, literally, like, I just sat in the back of a pickup truck with, like, just shorts on and went through the back of a car wash. And then went to Westlake, dressed up as, like, workers for the city right and we saw this dude who had like his christmas lights up it was like fucking march or something like that and went up to his door and said hey uh you know it's a 500 dollars fine if you don't take down your christmas lights before <laughs> the end of the day today and we drove by like an hour later this dude in a suit was on his big ass house on lake road in westlake or whatever trying to take down christmas lights <laughs> house. that's hilarious <laughs> it was a fun show, man. We did like fun shit, but oh yeah, that's funny. I guess we should take a break, right? 
Yeah, I just put Tony's commercial up in there if you want. Oh, he did? Yes. The Assured Window Cleaning. Yeah. It's in there now. So I got to play that? Yeah, play that one, and and then we'll come back and wrap it up. Jeez, we're already done. Where where is it? Might be at the bottom for you. It's up at the top for me. Might be at the bottom. Yeah, I don't know. Like all the way up. Do you not see it? Oh, wait, there it is. It's all there. It's up. Yeah. All right. We'll be back. And I guess we wrap everything up. That's right. Man. Assured Window Cleaning specializes in window cleaning, chandelier cleaning, blind cleaning, gutter cleaning, and post construction cleaning. In business since 1947, Assured Window Cleaning has probably been serving its customers in Cleveland for 75 years. As a family-owned and operated business, Assured Window Cleaning has built their reputation on trust and delivering the best results possible. When you need window cleaning services for your home or business, contact Assured Window Cleaning. We're one of the top window cleaning companies in all of Cleveland for both residential and commercial. Visit our website today at www.assuredwindowcleaning.com or call us at 440-989-0122 for a quote. And remember, everybody knows Tony. Contact Assured Window Cleaning today. Right back here. There we are. I'm going to get my windows cleaned, baby. I know. Dude, Tony does a good job. I had breakfast with Tony and Sandy and Jim and Melissa from Yellow Brick Road Auctions and stuff over the weekend. Sure. It was cool to see Tony and everybody sit and talk. Good times. Yeah, no kidding. Why are you stopping the show before six? Been doing this for a while. Just curious. Um, Because we run out of steam. We run out of shit to talk. <laughs> Not today necessarily, but most days we, the last twenty minutes, and this goes all the way back to the Mike days. The last twenty minutes, we're always like, "All right, twelve more minutes, <laughs> ten more minutes, eight more minutes." It yeah, leaves you, you wanting more. If you want your, your windows clean and stuff like gutters and stuff, call Tony. Yeah, absolutely. Assuredwindowcleaning.com. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, real quick. Are we allowed yeah. to announce what we're going to be doing or no? Yeah, we can announce it. Or is that is that a not yet kind of thing? We can I mean we could say we're doing it. I mean, I don't have like a sign off on it yet, but we could say that we're planning to do it. How's that? Yeah, we are planning on broadcasting live March 19th, I believe. Yes. Correct. Yes, March 19th at the Winchester. Mm-hmm. At the Winchester. Yes. For the, you call them digital underground. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Union Underground and, and Soil Show. That's right. So it's going to be a hell of a, a night that night. And so we are looking forward to that. Yes. So make your plan now, March 19th. Yep, March 19th at the Winchester. That. You want to definitely come out. We're going to, this is the first of, I think, many, don't you think? I do. I, I think that this is a good idea. I think it's going to be fun. Yeah. Especially how the weather is going to be getting nice and get out of the house and get out of the studio and go do our thing. And I think it'll be fun. Yeah. 
and I actually have a call in to the uh, rubber ducks. I'm trying to work that out. We may, um, well, I'll tell, I'll tell it. I don't care. You know, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. But uh, I'm going to try and work out a little spot where we have seats, like two rows of seats or something for fans to come out and, um, you know, and we're going to broadcast live from a rubber ducks game as well during the, during the spring. So that would be fun. And, you know, we'll interview some fans. We'll interview some players. We'll shoot some video. We'll me and you'll be shooting the shit back and forth while we watch the game and showing some, some baseball. That'd be cool. That's going to be fun. That'd be very cool. And I think that this concert will be fun too. Absolutely. It's going to be a lot of fun. I mean, our luck, you know, in three minutes, YouTube will take it down. Facebook will take it down. Saying we don't have the <laughs> to talk about the music and talk about the concert. We we'll have to say, well, we have permission from the actual band yeah. and management themselves. But we'll end up being screwed. That's why it'll be on Rumble. They ain't taking it down. I love the Rumble. So, yeah, that's that's we got a lot of good stuff coming on here. So, you know, it'll be great. Who has Our a new novel? Is- my dad. Does he? What's My dad about? has written a few different books. What's his novel about? What's the newest one? We'll have to have him on to talk about it. Let's do that. I have a, uh, I have two copies of my house. I just haven't gotten around to reading it yet. But this is the... Um, is it fact or fiction? No, it's fiction. It's fiction. Okay. Stuff. But he has written a bunch of different books, actually. And they're available on Amazon other places i i, I can I, relate i feel like a douche because I, I can't remember the name of the damn book but i'm upstairs and don't <laughs> have <it> with me <laughs> so text in the name of the book and where they can find it dad and then we can have you on as a guest one day as an author i won't say that you're my dad though why not <laughs> the author him <laughs> well there's a lot of I'm looking. I'm trying to find it myself. What? His book. Look up E.E. E. Williams. E.E. E. E. Echo Echo. E.E. Is that his pen name? That's his real name. E.E. E. Eugene. Eugene. Okay. Um, There's no pictures in my in his books, which is why I don't read it. There. Is it No More Tomorrow? No more oh. Yeah. I just found it right now. Let's put it on the screen, man. Open image and new tab. I'll put it right on the screen so people can take a look at what they should be buying. Got to keep your dad employed, don't we? Well, my dad, you know, he's been an editor all over the country for newspapers and stuff. He was a sports editor here for the Plain Dealer for many years. Right. And now he lives in South Carolina writing books. All right. People should check it out. That's the book. Yeah, I recognize it. Look at that toe tag and stuff. This sounds. This looks like it's my kind of book. He's a, he's a very he's an extremely good writer, obviously. But yeah, uh, yeah, I feel bad because I'm just not much of a reader. I'm lucky that I, you know, can read online stuff to like book guests and do stories. Hey, this book sounds great, dude. I'm reading I'll tell the bio. You, it's, it's a whole it's a whole series of Noah Green mysteries that he has. I'm like looking at this. I'm like, Noah Green didn't kill the woman in his bed unless he did. He has no memory of the woman or her savage death. See, he got me. He's got he me right there. 
Tears in the Rain, Tears of God, and the other one I can't read. And he's got other books, so. Apparently, I have enough Kindle points to get a free to get it free on Kindle. I may just have to do that this afternoon. One of the major characters is named Seth. Uh, apparently, does he walk with a limp? <laughs> yes, he has no feet. <laughs> he bludgeoned her with his fake leg. <laughs> yes. Don't give away the ending. Sorry. <laughs> the other one was "My Grave Is Deep." Yeah, I remember that. Well, that sounds cool. I'm. I definitely. Will, I will have to check this out myself. Are you? You're a reader, right? Not so much, really. But no, we are I'm book a, writers. I'm a writer, but dude, it's funny when I've done interviews about my books. They always ask me what I read, and I always am like, eh, nothing. You know, I I read a I read a few things, but not. I'm like, I'm like Twitter attention span guy. You know, you get past 280 characters, you're starting to lose me. And yeah. I can't imagine sitting around for like a month at a time reading a book. My mom's a big reader, though, it's, which is why I don't understand why I'm not. My mom reads like three books a month, even still. I told my dad, like, if he wants me to like really read a book, then he's got to make it with lots of pictures, maybe some nudity, and most likely and preferably a pop-up book because I like those kind of <laughs> See, book on tape. Up. That's what he ought to do is book on tape. Well, what he should do is hire his radio son to do a to do the read, do the reading. But you don't want to do that. that Well, so then I don't think it'd be all that good. You don't want to do that, dude. I did a couple of mine as that in that way. You can actually check out my Motley Crue book on um, like Spotify. I think my I think maybe my Metallica book too. Yeah. Um. And oh, God, does it suck doing that reading? You're just reading them, and you're like, and then Metallica went to the, and you're like, oh, fuck, let me do it again. Let me do it again. I spent so much time editing it. That's, I, I've had a lot of people that want me to do either Call Me Chris or um, or um, Little Victories on book on tape, and I'm just like, I'm not reading that. I may pay somebody to do it, but I sure as hell am not going not gonna to do it myself. Rick says the next book was set, and it will leave you stumped. <laughs> That's terrible, dude. All right, go to Amazon and get one of my dad's books. I think they're, they're pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but you think of it this way. You're helping him, but in a way you're helping me. That's good. The more money he makes off the books, the more inheritance that comes this way. That's right. Are you I counting down toward, till your dad dies? What's wrong no, with you? No, come on. That's terrible. Why would, that's what you said. You said you're just... Look, you 30 said, years You said down you're banking road, on your inheritance. Look, 40 years down the road, you know, eventually we all go... Who says he's leaving it to you? He might leave it to your daughter. Most likely. See, I get nothing. I was going to say, you you might get a, a firm handshake on his way out. Whatever. I promoted the book. Yeah. Well, why not? Of course. So, have him on. Let's. We should have him on. I'd like to have him on just to talk about your fucked up life. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't know how deep you want to go there, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I've got demons. Yeah, well, that's okay. So do we all. We all have demons. And, and these kind of shows, this is the best place for them to come out, isn't it? This is true. And look at how much fun we had here talking about Vince McMahon's demons today. <laughs> Next book, Searching for the One-Legged Man. <laughs> and they just keep going. Like Vince McMahon. 
See, we made it okay to make jokes on 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 me being burned and you being legless, and now they just keep coming. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get the hell out of here for the day. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks everybody listening today. Thanks for John Drake for doing this, and thank you, yeah. Chris, as usual. Absolutely, it's fun. And God willing, we will talk to you again on Wednesday. All right. See day. you, folks. See you. It's the limited edition six big set from Eric Ferentino's. Get your autograph set today at ericpicks.cmspn.com. $25 includes first class shipping. I'll see the signs